Welcome to Alive, a Vineyard College ministry with the purpose to awaken students to their true relationship, identity, and destiny in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this message today, and if you want to connect with us, you can follow us on Facebook at Alive Vineyard College Family or Instagram at Alive Vineyard College. just singing that song just to sing a song. We need a move. We need a move here in U of I. We need a move here in Parkland. We need a move here in Champaign-Urbana. We need a move. I pray that that's just not just words that we're singing. I pray that that's a cry of our hearts. I pray that that's a cry of our hearts, Lord. I was uh, I was worshiping uh, to the to the just the last song, and and uh, I, I felt like the Lord just was speaking powerfully to me, and was like, you know, it's it's not about us. It's not about us. You know, God God partners with us. But at the end of the day, it's really not about us, but about him. And I, and I just, just really, I just feel like this, that's the heart of worship. When we can focus on him. When we make our mountains and our problems and our anxiety bigger than God, that's where we start going wrong, right? Because God is the way maker. He's the miracle worker. And I believe that if we just focus our attention on the Lord and just enter into a heart of, of pure, true worship, that, that whatever problem, whatever anxiety, whatever bothering us, whatever's, whatever's like, troubling us, whatever's keeping us down will all of a sudden dissipate because we got He in us greater than He in the world. Y'all know the word, right? We got he in us greater than he that's in the world. And if he is, if God is for us, if God is for us, I'm going to say it again. If God is for us, if God is for us, then who can be against us? Who can be against us? I mean, that's like a provocative script. That's like we're talking smack on the enemy because we're in him. We're in him. Forgive the lights. For some reason, we got a tech demon. But greater is he that is in us than the tech demon that is in the circuitry. Come on. He's not going to stop this thing. We may not be able to see one another, but he ain't going to stop this thing from moving. Give it up for the worship team. I'm going to be calling you back up, Ben, but y'all can be seated because we're about to get our worship on in the word. I believe that God has a word for us tonight. I feel like God is, 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 is only warming up. 
this is crazy because, you know, like I said earlier, some of you guys weren't here. This is really not an alive thing. This is not an alive thing. This is a vineyard church thing. We are not meeting under the moniker, the banner of alive. We're doing a religious service hosted by the vineyard church. And I want to thank you all for coming out, for making it, for making the drive out from campus out here on 1500 North Lincoln Ave. Um, so I appreciate you all for coming out. Um, I just want to address, though, the elephant in the room. I want to address the elephant in the room and say that we are living in some historic times. Amen. We are living in some cray-cray historic times. It's crazy. And it's definitely a unique time that we're living in. I mean, your boy still can't find toilet paper. Can't find toilet paper. I don't know where the toilet paper is. I can't find my Charmin Ultra. Whatever. I mean, can't find it. The bear, Charmin, yeah. You know, can't find Clorox wipes anywhere. You know, if you guys find Clorox wipes, holla at your boy, okay? Because I cannot find, every time I go to the store, as soon as they get stock, it's just, it's just gone. They're just gone. I mean, we are living in some historic times. And, and then, then there's the mask etiquette. You know what I mean? The, no, no, you're good, you're good. You're sitting by yourself, girl. It's all good. I'm talking about the mask etiquette, though. Like when people be rocking the mask, they be rocking it right under their nose. You know what I'm saying? Like, like put the mask over your nose. You know what I'm saying? Like put the mask over. And then the other mask etiquette that I like, I, I love, okay, is that when you got the mask on your face, it's all on your face, and you're doing what you need to be doing. And the next thing you know, someone, you say something, and someone says, what'd you say? And then they have the nerve to take off the mask, get closer to you, and start like, I said, I'm like, no, 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 you killed the reason for the mask. You killed the reason for the mask. I mean, I mean, there's the mask etiquette going on. There's, there's all kinds of, you know, things going on. And in the world, there's all kinds of tension and everything. There's all kinds of drama going on. Guys, there's a lot of heavy things going on in the world. I mean, I know I made light with some of those things, but there's a lot of heavy, you know. Just look on social media. If you scroll on social media, you 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 will find something that make your heart that makes your heart heavy. And then we're in the political season. You got Republicans and Democrats fighting like Crips and Bloods out here. I mean, it's 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 crazy, right? You know, and and then but the point I'm trying to make is that we're living in a historic historic time. We live in his in a historic time, but. When people live in historic times, there's potential to make history. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again for people who didn't hear me. When people live in historic times, there's the potential to make history. There's potential for us to, we are poised and prime, y'all, to make history. And if you think about the word history, think about the word history for me. His story. I believe that God is writing his story on the hearts and minds of every one of you here right now. I believe that, that God is, is stitching his story on the hearts and minds of everyone here right now. 
And if we are true to the plans and the promises, the promises and the plans that have been spoken over our lives before the foundation of the world, then we are poised to make history. We are poised to make his story happen. Because in a historic time, we can make history. In Ephesians 1.4, you could turn there with me. There's no slide. In Ephesians 1.4, it says, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. Before the foundation of the world, the Lord created you. Before the foundation of the world, the Lord earmarked you. The Lord set you aside. The Lord created you. He knew you intimately well before you even knew it, before the foundation, before he even created the world. That's amazing. That's amazing. You were created on purpose, for purpose, with intention, and with a destiny. Let me, let's move on to another scripture here. You earmark Ephesians 1.4. You can go back to that. Earmark this other scripture too if you can't get there fast enough. Ephesians 2.10. Some of you guys already had this memorized. Shoot, if you were here with us last year, <laughs> all year, you should know. You should have this memorized. Is this, for we are God's masterpiece. We are God's masterpiece. We have been created anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Guys, he had good things planned for you, for every one of you long ago. Before when? The foundation of the world. Before the found, before time. Before time even began. He had you in his mind. He had you as the apple of his eye, as a masterpiece Plan to do good works. So you all have good works. So, so can someone say good works? You all have been planned and you've all been assigned to do good works, even before the foundation of the world. Someone say foundation of the world. Even before the foundation of the world, you had a, a plan, you have a promise, and you still have a plan. You still have a promise. This should get somebody excited. This should get somebody excited. It may not get everybody excited, but it gets, should get somebody excited. We were created and chosen and given purpose. We were created and chosen and given purpose. And y'all, check this out. We were positioned strategically for such a time as this. Okay, we were positioned strategically on purpose for such a time this. Think about it. Think about it. This blows my mind, Ryan. This blows my mind, bro. Just check it out. Check it out. Okay, so he could have created us and he, well, he did create us, but he could, could have inserted us in any time. But he chose to strategically, purposefully, with care, put you now, in the now created you for such a time as this in the now. That's amazing. He placed you in the most historic time so that we, I believe, can make history because you have purpose. 
Because you have a plan. You have a destiny on your life. You have destiny stitched in your heart. You have his story written to be fulfilled. You have his story written on your hearts to be fulfilled. We have a purpose. You've been made for such a time as this for a purpose. And so we're not merely just existing. We're not just merely breathing. We're not just merely occupying space, occupying, you know, just, just breath in our lungs. We're just, you know, me, 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 me. I mean, we're not, we're not just really just going through the flow, you know. We are here on purpose, sent and called to press into a kingdom destiny. Look at what Ephesians 2.10 says. We are masterpieces called to do the impossible with him called to do good things that he planned for us long ago. So we're not merely existing. We're not merely here, you know, um, just wasting space. You've been chosen to be fully alive. This is not alive. This is not alive. But you've been chosen to be fully alive, fully alive for such a time as this. But Clay, I don't feel alive. You know, I kind of feel... I'm kind of feeling beat up, to be honest with you. I'm kind of feeling stressed out, to be honest, with, to be real, to be keep it real 100. I, I kind of feel like I'm getting beat up. I'm not feeling good. I'm, I'm, not, I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling like life is just beat ten me up. Like I am, I am done. And I definitely, I, I, I get it. I, I was created by God for a purpose, for a plan. I get that. I, I, I feel like God did call me for this particular season to do the things that are impossible with him, to do the things that are remarkable with him. I, I get that. I believe that. But Clay, I do not feel alive. I do not feel the, 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 the uh, like I really, really want to go out there and do something and, and, and get something with God because I'm feeling a little beat up. I'm feeling a little depressed. I'm feeling down and out. Well, I don't want to scare anyone, but you know what? There is an enemy. His name is the devil, and he's prowling around like a lion seeking for someone to devour. There is an enemy. His name is Satan. He is, he is prowling around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour, seeking to rob destinies, seeking to shut you up, sit you down, trying to sift your, 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 your faith like wheat. He is out there trying to make it harder than ever for you to get your shine on, to keep your light on. He is out there trying to rob life in every way, to steal, kill, destroy, and rob your life in every way possible. But hey, y'all ready for the good news? No, y'all not. Y'all ready for good news? Okay, okay. No, you're not. No, you're not. Not really. Y'all ready for the good news, though? Okay, well, Jesus came, and he came to give life and give it abundantly. Good news. Good news. Newsflash. Jesus came, and he came to give life and give it more abundantly. Not only did he come to give life. Yeah, give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Because Jesus is amazing. But not only did he come to give life, not only did he come to give it more abundantly, but he also came to give a gift. He also came to give a gift, and this gift would wake us up 
This gift will wake our butts up. This gift will make us live life to the full. What's this gift you talking about, Clay? I'm talking about the gift of Holy Spirit. Okay, okay. Let me go ahead and do that again. I'm talking about the gift of Holy Spirit, all right? Now check it out. He came to give the gift of Holy Spirit that we may burn more alive than ever. So, so, so if you don't feel fully alive, Jesus says that he's already given something to you that can help you become more alive than ever. Something that no amount of caffeine, that no amount of energy, energy, energy drink, <laughs> no amount of, and I know a lot about energy drinks and caffeine. Listen to me. I'm, I'm used to be a bang guy. I mean, I'm always drinking them drinks, but no amount of caffeine, no amount of energy drinks, no amount of none of that stuff will do. Not even protein, not a, whatever you want to eat, whatever. None of that stuff will get us fully alive as this gift of the Holy Spirit. Being full, being baptized by the Holy Spirit. This will empower us to live fully alive so that we can be who we were designed to be. And so that as we live in this historic time, we can make history. Yeah, Clay, that rhyme, that was a good word, bro. I know, I know. These guys are not waking up, man. It's all good, it's all good. Let me do it again, let me do it again, okay? So, so, so we can be filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized with His presence, and be empowered to live alive as we were designed to be so that we can live in this historic time and potentially make history. Turn with me to Acts 1 if you, have, um, if you have your phones, if you have your Bibles, if you have whatever you, 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 you do to get to the Word. Acts 1. This is really good stuff right here that I'm about to share with you right now. Acts 1. So um, we see Jesus and his team in Acts 1 about to... He, Jesus and his team, he, he's uh, about to leave. He's about to go to... Uh, to heaven. So he's about to be like, you know, peace, I'm, 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 I'm about to be out, I'm about to go, but hey team, I want to let you guys know something very important, okay? I want to let you know something extremely critical, is, is, and it's this, do not leave Jerusalem. I don't want you to leave Jerusalem because there's a gift that you guys are about to receive. Remember that gift I was telling y'all about that my father said he, he promised, he promised to give y'all? Listen, this is a gift that's coming to y'all in Jerusalem, but you have to wait there. Because if you don't wait there, you're not going to get the gift. What was the gift he was talking about? Holy Spirit. Exactly. I got a gift of the Holy Spirit. And you need this. Why? Why do you need this? Because you guys, you need to live bold as lions. You're meant to live bold as lions. Did you know you're meant to live bold as lions? You're meant to live bold as a lion, bro. You're meant to live bold as a lion. You're meant to, everyone here is meant to live bold as lions. And he was telling his team, listen, you're meant to live bold. And if you don't get this Holy Spirit, you're not going to live bold. In fact, you're going to be scaredy cats. You're not going to be lions. You're going to be scaredy cats. But if, you, but if you have the Holy Spirit, you're going to live bold as lions. And then you can actually be bold, effective witnesses, not only here, but in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. I'm telling you, you need the Holy Spirit. And they were like, yeah, yeah, we heard about this Holy Spirit. We heard about this Holy Spirit coming down. But, but, but what happened when they got filled with the Holy Spirit? When they finally got filled with the Holy Spirit, y'all, they were unstoppable. Can someone say unstoppable? 
They, so they were unstoppable because they were able to make history. As a result of them being unstoppable, they were able to make history because they were living in the most historic time then. It was crazy then. But they were able to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and they made history. And this was prophesied. This was already prophesied even before Jesus started his earthly ministry. This was already prophesied before he started doing miracles, before he, he turned H2O to Merlot. Before he even started his earthly ministry, guys. Listen, Cousin John, he was like, yeah, my, you know, I baptized with water. I baptized with water, and yeah, John was a big deal. He baptized people. He, he had probably the largest church, if you want to call it that, back then. And he's like, you know, I baptized with water, but my cousin Jesus, yeah, my cousin Jesus is the real deal, holy field. My, my cousin Jesus is the bomb. Okay, listen, don't mess with my cousin. I'm, I'm telling you, don't mess with him. He's the real deal. He comes to baptize with Holy Spirit and fire. He was on, he's on the next level. I come to baptize with water. I, my baptism is a baptism of repentance, repentance of your sin. His baptism is on a whole new level. His baptism, when he baptizes you, he will, you will be baptized of all of your, 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 all of him, all of his presence, meaning that you will be freed from sin once and for all. And not only will you be freed from sin once and for all, a new creation, you will be baptized with Holy Spirit and fire. Why? Why is that important? Because Holy Spirit is what we need to live free. Holy Spirit is who we need to be baptized in so that we can not care what the rest of the world thinks about us when we talk about him. Holy Spirit is what we need. Y'all, Holy Spirit is what we need when, when we go to church. Holy Spirit is what we need when we go to class. Holy Spirit is what we need to burn bright. Holy Spirit is what we need to live free. Holy Spirit is what we need to, to, to be poised to make history in a historic time. Y'all, we need a move. We need a move. And the only way we can get a move, the only way we can get this move is if we're filled with him. The, the church, the early church knew it. The early church knew that if they weren't filled with him, they would be doing diddly squat. But if they were filled with him, they were going to make history. They were going to see miracles. They were going to see healings. They were going to see captives set free. They were going to see people come to faith. But without Holy Spirit, we're just speaking hollow words. Without the Holy Spirit, without being full of Holy Spirit, we're, what are we doing we're just kind of, you know, going along with emotions, following along with the world, not standing out, not stepping up, you know, just I'm afraid what they think and what they think and, oh, man, I'm, I'm just nervous about this and that and my depression is getting the best of me and my work and my this and my, and my that is so hard. We can get to that place. It's so easy to get to that place. It's so easy to get down and out like I'm just tired. I'm, I just but if we are filled with the Holy Spirit in such a way that the Holy Spirit's overcoming us and we're baptized by his presence, all of a sudden he looks bigger, he looks better, he looks deafer than ever. 
And as a result thereof, we can stay filled and we can get pumped up. Listen, that's why Paul said, don't get drunk with wine, get drunk in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, get drunk in the Holy Ghost. We can get filled with him. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled, gorged, overflow. We will spill over. I'm telling you, we want to be so filled that we spill over. We spill over. Where am I at? We need full Christians. Ben, come up and play, bro. We need, we just need, we need full Christians. Jesus had told his team that that was important. And if he told his team that that was important, what in the world he's going to say to us? If he told the, 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 the forefathers of this thing, the, the, the four apostles of this thing, this was important, what do you think he's going to say to us? Yeah, it's good to be baptized in Jesus' name, but it's also most imperative that we get filled up by the presence and by the Spirit. And I remember when I um, first heard about how to get filled, I was at church back home in North Carolina, and I was listening to this guy named Dr. Choi. Dr. Choi, he was a, he was a small guy. He was about, you know, yay high. And, you know, he's an Asian dude, and he just was, like, really so totally unassuming, you know what I mean? Totally humble, and he came up to the, to the, to the front and started talking, and everything that he was saying and the things that he was doing, it was like, okay, like, uh, all right, like, I, I like this guy, but there's nothing about this guy that's going to keep me, like, engaged. Like, what is going on? So, but then he, he said something interesting to start out his talk. He started talking about Holy Spirit. And getting filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, oh, snap. This dude talking about something I want to hear about. Holy Spirit, what? Like, I, I, I've never been filled like this guy is talking about. I've never been baptized like this guy is speaking on. Like, real talk. Let's, let me listen. Let me lean in. So I'm leaning in. And this guy is going on about how when he got baptized with Holy Spirit, like the words... On the, in, in, in Scripture was making more sense. In fact, the, 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 the Word became alive and active, sharpening two double-edged swords, you know what I mean? Sharper than any double-edged sword, sharper than anything that he can, 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 can get with and, and can hear. And he started to feel like these words were coming up out the page, coming at him, entering his spirit, like, wow, I want to live like this. And then he's talking about how when he got baptized with the Spirit, how worship opened up a whole new level. Like when, he, when people, like before he would worship, he'd be like, How great is our God. Sing with me. How great is our God. But then when he got baptized with the Holy Spirit, he's like, How? Oh, praise you, Lord. Hands up and everything, looking like a straight clown. And he didn't care. He didn't care. Because great are you, God. Great are you, God. If God isn't, isn't worthy of all our praise and adoration in all of us, then I don't know who is. So then he started talking about some more stuff about 
how he's just burning on a whole new level. Like when he was preaching the gospel, his words weren't hollow. In fact, they were laced with power. And because they were laced with power, they were, they were, they were effective. They were effective. People were coming to Christ. And I'm like, yo, I want that power. And it's not just because I want the power. I want to know him more. I want you more. I want, to, I want you, Lord. I need you. I cannot just have no lame Christianity. I want you, Lord. And so, and so I was like in my seat, like leaning in, like, dang, bro, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. He better not say to come on up because I'm running. Your boy's running. So then he ended the message. I'm like, dang, bro, he didn't call. What's going on, bro? Dr. Choi, come on. And it, 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 at the end of it all, home pastor got up there, dismissed, and I just made a beeline right for Dr. Choi. Ain't nobody better to go talk to him right now. Nobody better. You know, I'm making a beeline. This is, this is BC, okay? This is before COVID. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? If anybody makes a beeline for me, y'all better have your mask. Y'all better be masked up, okay? Anyway, anyway, so, no, I made a beeline for him, and I walked right up to him. And I was like, yo, yo, Dr. Choi, Dr. Choi, my man, everything you were talking about, I want. I want that experience. I want to be baptized by the Spirit, man. Like, I, need, I, think, I think I need that. I've been baptized. I know that, but I know I didn't get the baptism of the Spirit yet. He was like, Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like Dr. Choi is just, you know, so unassuming, so like humble and everything. He's like, oh, okay. And then one thing led to another. He started praying for me and then he put his hand on my, on my stomach. Again, BC. Before COVID, all right. He put his hand on my stomach. And then I was like, oh, snap. It's about to go down, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm expecting the power of God to surge through me. I'm expecting to, like, levitate. I'm expecting to, like, you know, manifest or something, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. It's ready to get down. It's on, like, diggy diggy Donkey Kong, right? It's ready. You know, like Jedi on him. You know what I mean? I don't know. I was expecting something. And I'm like, I was kind of disappointed and nothing happened. Like, uh, I didn't feel anything. I'm like, yo, what's going on? He said, Dr. Choi said, well, I believe that there was a seed that was planted. I believe you got baptized by the Spirit, but I believe a seed was planted. And I believe you need to steward the seed that was deposited. It's like, what's that mean, man? Come on, man. Dr. Choi, what's that mean? He's like, I believe you, you have to go home and practice speaking in tongues. Go home and read the Bible and ask the Lord to give you revelation. I believe that means that you just need to pray for his presence to grow powerfully in your life. And I'm like, oh, all right, all right, all right, I got you, I got you. I went home, did just that. I wasn't about to waste the blessing. I wasn't about to waste this man's faith and my faith. I wanted our faiths working in combination, you know. So I went home, did exactly what he, I'm, I'm practicing speaking in tongues, sounded like a sheer idiot behind closed doors. But that's okay. Because that's, I was, I was ready, I'm ready to go. 
I started reading the Bible, praying the Lord, give me revelation. You are the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Give me that revelation. Give me, bring that truth, bring that truth. You are the spirit of truth, bring that truth. Lo and behold, a few days later, I couldn't stop reading the scripture. It was as if there was 3D just coming at me. It was as if I was getting imagery and vision. And the Bible was cool to me all of a sudden. Before it was whack, before it was lame, before I couldn't, I didn't understand the words. I didn't understand, don't you dare bring in the Old Testament either. All that stuff was lame and outdated and irrelevant to me. And now all of a sudden, I'm reading the scripture and I'm like, yo, this was in it the whole time? Are you kidding me? I couldn't put the scripts down. I'm late for meetings because I'm reading the scripts. And then I'm burning. I'm burning on a whole new level. I'm going into worship service with my hands raised high, jumping, hollering, hooting, screaming like I'm on a fire. And I didn't care what anybody thought of me. Before, I used to think that people thought I was crazy even if I did this. Now I put them down real quick. Oh man, people think I'm stupid right now. But I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go for it. But then, but man, I got, I started burning. And when I started burning, when you're a burning man, you don't care what anybody thinks of you. You don't care. So you're burning. You're like, oh, how great is our God? Sing with me, how great is our God? I'm just going off. I don't care. But I was burning. Something in me shifted that night, that day. Something in me shifted. I was getting full. I was getting hungrier. I was getting thirstier. I was getting more desperate for him. And as a result, the desperate, more desperate I became, the more hungry I became, the more full for the Lord. Whose fool are you? I became. I started to see more in my life where I started going on the streets preaching the gospel, seeing people come to Jesus. I started seeing people come to Jesus. I started getting healings and, and all that. Listen, I'm not saying look at me. I'm saying look at him. Look at him in me. And I want to continue to keep burning because guess what? Ever since that day, there's been a crescendo of burning in me where my baseline continues to keep on increasing with how much I want to keep pressing in. I keep wanting to grow, and I believe that this is where it's at. I believe that this is where it's at, alive. Uh, I mean, young people. We need a movement. Young people, we need a movement. We need a move more than ever. And you can do it. You can rise up. You can be that generation that rises up and starts something. But it's only going to happen if we are full. We live in a historic time. We live in a historic time that's beckoning, beckoning.
reckoning for a historic move of the Holy Spirit. And I feel that God wants to move through his people now like never before. I believe that God wants to move through his people, young people, now like never before. But it will require us to be full. It will require us to not care what the world thinks. It will require us to burn like a maniac. To burn like a barbarian. <laughs> to burn like a possessed son and daughter of God. We must be full. I believe the Lord wants the U of I and Parkland campuses burning. But Clay, how in the world is that supposed to look? Because that, that, it looks crazy different right now. I can't even talk to anybody. I, how do I do this thing? You know what? It's okay that it looks crazy. I believe that this historic time, we're going to make history with God only when we press in to being fully immersed, baptized, smitten, anointed, unctioned with his presence, with his majesty, with him. We need a move. And I believe that when we are full, he's going to show us different ways. He's going to show us different strategies, creative ingenuity, and, 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 and little things here and there for us to do the things that we thought were improbable that are possible. We need to move like never before, and it's only going to come with full sons and daughters. I believe there are people here who want to live as full sons and daughters. I believe that there are people here who want to who want to allow the Lord to move uniquely and powerfully through them. And if that's you, here's what we're going to do. I'm not laying hands on anybody because I believe God is going to lay hands on you. I'm not laying hands on anybody, but I believe God is going to powerfully touch some people here right now. I believe that He is powerfully touching people now. Even now. So I'm going to pray. Check this out. I'm going to pray, and I'm going to pray that there be a release of his presence here on a whole new level. And when I do that, I believe that his presence, even angels are going to gather, even going to touch you, even going to speak to you differently. You're going to see and feel and hear things maybe different. Your body may be, be tingly. You may feel a fiery presence in the pit of your stomach. You may feel a fiery presence in your heart. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to psych you up, but that is what usually happens. And if it does, don't be afraid. You may feel heat in your hands. You may feel oil in your hands. But I'm going to pray for Holy Spirit to release upon you, over you, on you, in powerful ways that you all if anyone here wants the experience, that you all be baptized afresh, anew in the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit said, no, really, Jesus said through Paul, 
Well, it was one of them. It was a trinity, okay? <laughs> said through Paul, don't be drunk on wine or alcohol, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. And that section, be filled with the Holy Spirit, was a continuous predicate tense, meaning to be continuously filled. So if you've been filled before, you probably need to be filled again and again and again. I need to be filled. I've been filled so many times, and I want to be filled every day. And I pray we, we, we can't afford not to be filled in this day. We can't afford not to be filled in this day. So everybody stand up for me. And I'm going to pray. We're going to worship. We're going to sing the song, We Need a Move. Band, if you want to come up, partner up quickly. That will be great. I'm going to pray and release his fragrance. I'm going to pray to release his presence, his all wonder-working power. Father, I pray that you do to these young people like you did to me. I pray, Lord, that you do to these people right now like you did to me, Lord God. Smitten them with your glory. Father God, anoint them, Father God, with your presence. May you come upon them. May you come upon them, Lord, come upon them. Ooh, Holy Spirit, yes, burn. Burn deep in their hearts. Burn deep in their souls, Lord God, so that they can come alive, fully alive. They be fully alive, Lord, in you. They be fully alive, Lord, in you. We need a move, Lord. We are not playing Games, Lord. You did not come to play games. You did not come to die on the cross to shed your blood so we could just look like the world, Lord. You came so that we may be sent and be used, Lord God. Be, par be partners in this thing. Come patriots in this thing to make your name famous, to advance the kingdom. So we need a move, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Come. Baptize us afresh with your presence. Baptize us afresh with your presence. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. And we pray that this has helped stir and awaken you to live alive to God like never before. If you want to connect with us, let's go. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Alive Vineyard College.